Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Turn the radio up. Hi, this is Pink. See me live. Here we go. Uh, good Friday morning, everybody. Hello, Angie. Hello, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Morning to all those, all, of, all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. We're kicking off the show a little differently today. Yeah, we have someone on the line who's already been up and at her and uh, very alert this morning. Heard the contest sounder for Pink. I'm going to try to win some tickets. Good morning, Leanne. Good morning. It paid to be up early today, eh? <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> you were with it, Leanne, and hopefully you still are when we uh, put this little trivia question in front of you, okay? Okay. All right. What artist does Pink say had the greatest influence on her? Was it A, Cher, B, Madonna, or C, Paul, Dolly Parton? I would say A. All right. Let's, let's see if you're right. Madonna was my god. I mean, she she just... I remember watching Truth or Dare and just thinking, my god, look at how fierce she is. She's such a force, and she always stood for something. And- hey! Well, that's not the right guess. Oh, but- <laughs> I thought it was Madonna. <laughs> oh, it was Cher. Uh- you know what, though, Leanne? We're going to chalk it up to the fact that it's too early to think straight this morning. That's correct. And we're going to give you the tickets anyway. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, she did uh, perform a lot of Cher songs and love Cher too. But yeah, and I think she, she recently did. just did an interview to say that like Madonna doesn't even like her. So. Yeah, no, I it's know, true. I saw that. Madonna's a different she person now. She doesn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Leanne, you're going to that show in November, the first in Montreal to go see Pink. That is so awesome! I'm so excited. <laughs> and keep listening. Uh, we do have one more pair to give away. Uh, that'll be happening around 8 to 25 this morning. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. I haven't even done the fact yet. I've already got a, a text at 10 or 30 and, and from Sharon the Tired, she goes 10, even before the fact. I love Aerosmith and you get full marks for bringing them up on, on a Friday morning. Wow, okay. <laughs> Don't You're going to love this thing. fact about Aerosmith. Everyone knows Aerosmith, right? I don't have to explain who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know they made more money from Guitar Hero than from any of their albums? Oh, I oh, believe it. That's kind of sad. <laughs> sad. But that they're every sad. second song in Guitar Hero. Yeah. They are like literally every second song. Yeah. I played so much Guitar Hero when I was in high school and I hard, I don't even remember playing oh, any God. of their songs. I'm sure I did, but. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, best deal they ever made. Yeah. Wow, more than any album they That's ever put so out. Sad. And they put out some legendary <laughs> albums. Seriously, think about all the hits they have. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. The digital world is here to stay. Mm-hmm. They live on. Through all right, how do you rate that fact from one to ten? One being the worst thing you've ever heard, ten being the most amazing useless fact you've ever heard. I'll give that a nine. Yeah, I'll give Thank that a, an eight, I think. I've enjoyed that. Mm. You couldn't squeeze it a nine, Janelle? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's reserved. All right, to the scores we go, that's what really matters. Uh, ten and ten from Sassy Kathy Amana Witz. That's two straight tens. Mm, Bitterman's giving it a ten. Bitterman oh. says, cool, this does not surprise me, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guitar <laughs> Hero's big. Janelle, yeah. you want to rethink your score? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I stand where I stand. Okay, spinny wheel, spinny wheel. Let's see what else is coming in uh, here. That's incredible. A 10 from Turtley Sharon this morning. 
My number one favorite fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. Thank you, mother. Uh, Stu, 10 out of 10. That's all it says. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great fact. And love Aerosmith. Giving you a 10 this morning from Hall of Fame Bosch Traveler. The people were impressed today, Stu. Mm-hmm. It's a great fact. There you go. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So Alfie said, and I quote, I don't know if I can handle another leave the senators moment in my life. So he wants to get it right this time around. So he's obviously left the senators as a player. He had a job with the Sens and there was some stuff going on behind the scenes and he left from his admin uh, position. So he's been kind of on the outside looking in and many might not know, but he still spends a lot of time at the CTC. And in fact, he goes out on the ice and skates with the injured players when the rest of the team is out of town. Yeah, that's very cool. He kind of hangs around. He kind of lingers. But yesterday at the mayor's um, breakfast, they were doing sort of this Q&A with Alfie, and they asked him, you know, what's next? And he said he would love, in fact, he calls it his, quote, dream job. He'd love to have a front office meaningful role with the Ottawa Senators. And he said that he was approached to have that, but he wants to wait and see what happens because he wants to figure out what's going on with the owner. He doesn't want to say yes now, and then ownership changes hands, and then, you know, restructuring and all of that happens. He wants to make sure once he gets in, he stays in, and it's a meaningful role. He was very quick to say that he wants something, you know. Not just a title. Right, exactly. He wants to actually contribute in in a good way. So... Uh, you know, a lot of people have said maybe he's in conversations with the with the group that's the front runner to purchase. We'll have to see, but he would like to uh, to sit down with the new owners and once the sale is officially complete and uh, put in his resume. Let's just say if Ryan Reynolds has any brains, he'll partner up and get Alfie with that bid because well, that'll be a win win. Ryan Reynolds has a lot of brains in that head, and he yeah. is expanding in a lot of ways. And we know that he has his production and film company called Maximum Effort. Well, they are doing a pretty big thing. Here here in Canada, they have just announced that they're going to start up a $1.2 million square foot studio in Markham. Oh. Now, do we remember the whole Markham conversation yeah. when we yeah. talked about the group that he's partnering up with to buy the Sens? They basically mm. developed the city of Markham. I remember it well. But he's actually uh, teaming up with a different real estate development group, the Watford Group in Markham, and this investment fund, too, that's going to invest in real estate, sports, media, venture capital. But they're not messing around. This studio is going to be like one of the biggest ever, uh, the largest certainly in Canada with uh, TV and film production. But they are already uh, breaking ground. So construction is scheduled to begin like really shortly on this new studio right after they announced it. Ryan is just moving his life to right. the east. He is moving to the... Everything's coming over yeah, here. Yeah, everything's turning up Canuck for Ryan <laughs> these days. But it just goes to show you that once he decides to do something and he partners up, they do it. They're already putting yeah. shovels in yeah. the ground. So maybe mm-hmm. there's some hope for LeBreton before, like, 2060. <laughs> yes, please. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Oh, you're parents were guilty of it. Don't even pretend they weren't. They were the OG free range parents. Yeah. (laughs) Hands off, just letting you roam around, raising yourself at times, and making some questionable decisions. So today we're talking about those things 
that your parents maybe did with you in the 80s that we could never get away with now. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot more rules in the parenting game these days. Yeah, I mean, yeah things would be a little looked down upon if you continue to act that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what would you add to this growing list of things they did now they could never, or then, that they couldn't do now? I was 11 years old in 1985, and I was sitting with my father. He was driving me into school on the Decarry Expressway in Montreal, and I said, Hey, can I can I try a cigarette? Like, does it taste good? He's like, you want to try a cigarette? Light up. Eleven. <laughs> so I was on my way to school. I I lit up. He was smoking Vantage, which was one of the worst cigarettes ever. Is that strong Vantage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Van- there was Vantage, Demore, Players Light. My father never had a Players Light. He always had a Vantage for some reason. <laughs> or anyway, so I lit this thing up. I'm eleven years old. I'm like. <laughs> Is that, do you think that was like his plan and tactic? Like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll let this little kid try it. He's never going to like him, and then hopefully he'll never try and smoke I them. think that was his plan, but it didn't work, because I ended up smoking five years later, <laughs> 16 to 21, <laughs> then I had to give it up. It would, you would never give a kid a, a cigarette oh now God. at 11 years old. No. Yeah. no. We did a lot of uncontrolled burns at the farm. Oh. <laughs> Here, Janelle, take the gas can. See you later. Pretty much. And I'm not even joking because we had a gas tank on the farm for our farm vehicles. And we would always go and get a little bit of gasoline to go help start the fire, which was completely unnecessary. I don't even know if my parents knew that we were doing this. But typically in the spring, there was like a lot of branches and shrubs and like all of the cleanup from the massive lawn we had. We had a huge big burn pile out behind the barn. And, like, this burn pile could have easily gotten out of hand. Like, <laughs> you could have easily called the fire department on us. But yeah. there we were. The kids, go burn the go burn the, the brush. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but you had, like, brothers and sisters. They trusted you. Uh, yeah. My brother was the one who got the gasoline going and made, like, a little mini flamethrower. Now that's a fire. <laughs> I mean, but that's the way it was. Like, we yeah. had so much more freedom back 100%. then. 100%. And, like, I remember the house that we lived in before I moved out to the Stittsville area when it was like farmer's fields. Like we lived like in Pinecrest area, like near Ikea. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty busy area. We lived like right near Green Bank Road. Okay. And we were six, seven, eight years old off on our bikes all day long. They didn't know where we were. <laughs> yeah. I, I was taking my bike down Dead Man's Hill, which we called it when I was seven. We were playing in the back in construction sites, <laughs> building forts. Like, and you know, you'd come home when it was getting dark because you knew it was dinner time and yeah. that was it but like they had no idea what we were doing and what we were up to and they, and didn't, they didn't seem to care no and <laughs> like i all. said we were like six seven eight years old and i look at my son now who's just about to be seven and i'm like i had no hell way in hell would i be letting him go down the street even in our cul-de-sac out of my sight you know and i'm just like wow we really had a time back then we did 100 yeah. we did well madeline uh, what was it that uh, your parents you say that they did back in the 80s you'd never do now well they uh they smoked in a car with the windows yep <laughs> just yeah. a fog and they let their kids drive on the system way too early oh drive way too early yeah like at what age would you say you started driving uh 16 wow on roads uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you must be an excellent driver now <laughs> i am yeah it's very good <laughs> Jeez. There seems to be a lot to do with, like, vehicle yeah. safety yeah. that just didn't exist back in the 80s. He felt, what were those? Yeah. Mike yeah. gave us a call, and he says he remembers doing something, like, at three years old. And if you saw a three-year-old doing this, 
if you were driving down the 417, you would literally call the police. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hear from him next. One thing's for sure, discipline looked very different in the 80s than Mm -hmm. it does these days. And, well, Fred's mother had to resort to a couple of household items. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to disciplining him and his three troublesome brothers. <laughs> we'll hear from him in just a moment. But, you know, we had talked a lot about uh, car safety just kind of being non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> Point in case with Mike, what uh, what do you remember? I remember driving on my mom's front and in, in the front seat on her lap. <laughs> like, in the pass- passenger. <laughs> How old would you have been? Oh, uh, 15. No, joking. Uh, probably <laughs> like three or four. I just... I remember distinctly, it'd be, we'd get the, it'd be late at night, and I'd climb in and fall asleep on her front lap as my dad drove. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, God. no, car seats just didn't exist back then. No. Nope. <laughs> no, nothing. It was just, it was, everything was safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, just yeah, my sister and I used to lay in the back of our family station wagon with blankets and Archie comic books and just lay back there all the way to visit our grandparents in Brampton. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no seatbelts, no nothing. Just full on laying in the back. Uh, a pretty common thread this morning has been a number of people mentioning that, you know, your mom or dad would send you with five bucks to the store to get a pack of cigarettes. Yep. And what was left over, you could use to buy penny candy or whatever uh, yeah. you could scrounge up. Some parents would even send you with a note being like, it's okay, sell yeah, cigarettes yes. to my yeah. eight-year-old. Yes, I know, right? Like anyone could have written that note. My father wrote me a note to get him smokes when I was eight years old. <laughs> No problem. Uh, this is true. We had this text at ten zero thirty. It says, I used to babysit at 10 years old, but now I wouldn't even leave my own 10-year-old alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. true. And, like, that 10-year-old would be in charge of very young children. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to walk down the road at about 10, 9 or 10, I think, and babysit this family of three, and they had babies. Oh, my God. And, like, nowadays, you're like, um, are you a straight-A student? Do you have first aid? <laughs> have you taken Let's the babysitter course? Sit down and, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Parents in the 80s didn't give a bleep about kids. No. That, that's the fact. Yeah. Oh, we knew better. We did better. Right? Uh, Lisa grew up just outside of Vancouver. She texted us at 10 30 and she said she started walking home for lunch with her older brother. Yeah, this. He was in grade two. So, how old was Lisa? In kindergarten, kindergarten, maybe? <laughs> and they would walk home from school while their mom was heating up their soup. They had to cross a four lane intersection with no crossing guard oh. inside Vancouver. <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, like the discipline maybe was what kept us in line. We just knew we had to do it. Yeah. Fred, what happened in your house? <laughs> I was born back in 74, obviously. Uh, I was a kid in the 80s. And when mom came to discipline, uh, I had three brothers. Uh, we're all pretty big guys. I'm 6'1", 240. I'm not fat. Pretty big dude. And uh, when we would screw up as a kid, uh, mom would take her shoe off. It didn't matter what it was in public. And she would whack us good. <laughs> With the shoe. You'd be getting the shoe, I'd be getting the belt. Yeah, and, and, and if it was bad enough, if, uh, if my brother Andrew would set one of us up good, uh, mom would reach for the broom and whack us with the broom. Oh. <laughs> Imagine doing that today. They call CAS on you. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I also like how you but threw your brother that, Andrew onto the bus. Yeah, yeah, he was the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> we did some pretty evil stuff to each other as kids, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We turned out pretty good. So. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending?
Such a great song. Yeah. It was just one year ago. We watched The Weeknd deliver that electrifying performance at uh, the Super Bowl halftime show and everybody making all those references to his crazy mirror hallway, like being at the fair, yeah. <laughs> the crazy mirror, <laughs> crooked room. So he was, of course, that whole time filming a documentary for an HBO concert special called The Weeknd Live at SoFi Stadium. So uh, it was basically capturing the viewers, not only the audience, but the stage setup and the presentation, this 95-minute set list that he had enhanced by these dancers and lasers and pyrotechnics. So it's uh, all part of this special um, that is debuting tomorrow on Crave. So you can watch kind of like the making of and what went into that. But That'll be extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. You'll really see how much work it is. Seriously. And that's the thing. Like, we always kind of, like, easily criticize the Super Bowl halftime show until you realize just how much they go through to put this on Mm -hmm. for free. (laughs) Well, essentially, I mean, people had a lot of opinions about Rihanna's halftime show. Some people thought she mailed it in, didn't do enough. Some people thought it was uh, a little too racy. In fact, the FCC was, I guess, flooded with complaints after her set saying that it was too big on the sex. What? (laughs) They uh, said it was so sexualized, some viewers even compared it to porn. Stop it. I mean... What did she really do besides just grabbing her own self? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, her outfit, she was completely covered head to toe. She had a baby in there. (laughs) I mean, she made some hand gestures, but, like, really? That's porn? I think we know where the complaints are coming from, the demographic. So they had 103 complaints sent in to the FCC. um, And, uh, anyway, so they have to... They have to do their due diligence and they have right. to respond to each and every one. But just to give you perspective, though, the whole uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson year. Right. Yeah. Guess how many complaints they got <laughs> when he ripped the thing off her? Oh, geez. I don't know. 540,000. Oh. <laughs> so I think Rihanna's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> so everything is coming up, Rihanna, those, these days. And they just announced that she's also going to be performing at the Oscars. Her Oscar-nominated song from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Lift Me Up. So uh, that's going to be happening Sunday, March the 12th. She was just confirmed. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. On a Friday heading into the weekend, who's made the cut on Word Wars today, Janelle? We've got Laura and Kathy on the line. Stu, you and Kathy are up first. Good morning, Kathy. Hi, Stu. Excellent. Are you ready to uh, play today? Do you have your A game? Be quick, and it's Friday. We've got to win. Wow, okay. I like the direction. <laughs> Who sent these categories in, Janelle? Uh, Lucretia Supaneca did. So we have laundry day or time for crafts. Oh, God. A laundry day. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. You're putting your laundry in the? Washer. And then you put them in the? Dryer. And you're going to, you want to make them nice, you, you want to pull out a board and, and make them nice and flat. Iron. And, oh, I got a blank on my shirt. Yes, and um, you use laundry detergent. Yes, and you're gonna put your uh, um, things you wear out on outside. Clothesline. Uh, what do you use on the clothesline? Clothespins. Yes, and you get a lo- you're having a lot of uh, uh, this on. Static. Um, lint was lint. the word. Was the last final word, but you guys did fantastic with yeah. six there. Great. Nice job, Kathy. All right. Okay, we are gonna go over to Laura. Laura. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we have um, 
to beat six. Is that what it is? Yeah. They got six. You got to get perfect to yeah. lock to, in the win. Right. Okay. We got to be fast and good, Laura. All right. Okay. So our uh, category, once again, is time for crafts. Okay. Things you do with crafting. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. When you have squares and you're making a blanket, what are you doing? Knitting. No. Crocheting. No. Yes, good. Uh, When you're doing this to a canvas, you're... Painting. Yeah, when you're taking these little strips and you're putting glue on them and you're making something out of it. Yes, good. You're doing this to a pumpkin at Halloween. You're what it? Carving. Yes. Carving. Uh, You are sitting at a wheel making ceramic... A what Uh, wheel? Pottery. Yes. And you use a hot what gun to... Glue. Yeah. Uh, Oh! Solid. That is a tie. Good job, Laura. I hate ties. All right. We are going to do the tiebreaker. Let's go for a high dice roll for the win. Stu, we are rolling for you and Kathy. Two. Oh god. <laughs> Angie and Laura. A seventeen. Oh, oh. Laura. <laughs> Laura, you sealed the deal. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. So tell Laura what she's won. Laura, we are hooking you up with a four-pack of passes to Disney on Ice. It will be here um, at the CTC for March break. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, Janelle, yeah. Angie, can we give another uh, four pack to Kathy? I thought Kathy played amazing. Well, we just happen to have an extra pack. Yes, of course we can. So, congratulations to Kathy as well, taking home uh, that prize pack with uh, heading to Disney as well. Congrats. Turn the radio up. Hi, this is Pink. See me live. Here we go. Our final tickets to give away, and these are beat the box office. So, if you didn't win them, the tickets will be going on sale today at 10 o'clock, right? That's right. That's right. That's for correct. the general public, but for a yeah. lot of you, you've scored this week, and this person's trying to score with us right now. Who is it? Nancy. Hello. Hi. You're oh. a big pink fan? I am. Now, you Name every one of her songs. Oh, gosh. I can't do that. And Nancy, you've <laughs> snuck into your boss's office in order to win tickets on company well, time. It's, it's, it's so loud out at our work floor that I snuck into his office, and he's like, what are you doing? So the question is, are you going to take your boss? Uh, probably not. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he's much of a pink fan. Okay. All right. It's time to put you to the test for these tickets, Okay. Okay. All right, her name is Pink, but what is her favorite color? Is it A, yellow, B, blue, or C, green? Oh, gosh. I'm going to say C, green. All right, let's see if you're right. My favorite color is green. Woo! Woo! So random. How did you get that? I thought, well, I don't know. I just thought maybe it would be something, uh, you know, not so... Girly. Obvious, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, good job. Congratulations, Nancy. You're headed to her show in Montreal. Thank you so much. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, yesterday, Selena Gomez was named the most followed woman on Instagram, passing the previous record holder, Kylie Jenner. And then yesterday on a TikTok live, she announced she was taking a break from social media. 
I mean, she uses TikTok probably the most, and that is the one she deleted. So all of this in the wake of more social media drama between her and Hailey Bieber and Kylie Jenner and people thinking that their posts are shading each other for various reasons. Mm. And, you know, whether it's made up by the rest of social media or not, it seems to be that there's some kind of rift going on because uh, on TikTok, someone posted a resurfaced video video of Hailey Bieber making a gag face when someone brings up Taylor Swift's latest album. Oh. So Selena took to the comments on this random TikTok video and came to Taylor's defense saying, I'm sorry, my best friend is and continues to be one of the best in the business. Like seemingly directing that quote to Haley herself. And then she goes on TikTok Live and says, "Uh, I'm 30 and I'm too old for this drama. So I'm taking a break and deactivated her account. Wow. (laughs) So the drama is not between Justin Bieber's ex and wife. It's between... Like Taylor Swift and Haley, and now Selena's like inserted her in something. I'm so confused. Yeah, so it's clearly between Selena and Haley because oh. she came after Haley for that reason. But anyway, it's it's just ridiculous at this point. It's yeah. been so many years of this. So Ryan Reynolds, a lot of people are hoping that he's going to be the one that builds up Ottawa and builds up LeBreton Flats, maybe yeah. as part of the owner of the Sens, if that actually goes through. Well, in the meantime, he has his sights set. On Markham, Ontario. <laughs> He's just building up all of Canada. So his production and film company, TV and Film, Maximum Effort, is becoming one of the, big, the biggest ones in the business. And they've decided they're going to set up a 1.2 million square foot studio for their film company in Markham. So they've teamed up with a real estate development group there that is based in Markham, and they are also um, coming up with this $1.5 billion private equity fund that's going to focus on real estate, sports, media, venture capital. So this studio is one of their first projects, and it is going to be the largest film and TV production hub in all of Canada. I think this guy touches, turns to gold. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just trying to help out Canadians. I mean, yeah. the film industry in Canada has been booming in the mm-hmm. last number of years, and he's in it. He knows he can help, and he can put more jobs into Canada, like for Canadians. I think yeah. that's great. And I love that he's just not talk though, because construction they say is already scheduled to begin shortly on this new studio. So he gets stuff done in short order, and it's not just like waiting years mm-hmm. with red tape. So, yeah. and that's what's trending. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Only a few more of these phone calls to make, sadly. That's right. Can we extend it? Can we keep doing these for like the next year? <laughs> well, Money might have to come out of your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> if you're bucking, uh, bucking, p- putting the bucks up for it, for sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, call our lucky winner today. Hello. Good morning. We're looking for Tracy Nemes, please. Uh, hi. Do you spell your last name N-E-M-I-S? That's right. Okay, we just want to make sure we have the right name and the right person for your ticket because you're going to be just chasing Geikos! <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yahweh. No way. <laughs> Uh, Tracy, you have an all-inclusive trip for two with this incredible resort. I mean, you've heard us talk about the 21 restaurants. They've got entertainment every single night. There's, like, the spa you can go to. Mm. They have all of the water activities for, like, just free. You can go and do whatever you like. It is literally all included. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
Thank you so, so much. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> well, you'll be shocked when you get there and you see how beautiful Grace Bay Beach is. Seriously, it has been voted the world's best beach. We can confirm why, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful okay. water. You're going to love it. Congrats, Tracy. Wow. That's fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, Ukraine has just marked one year since Russia invaded their country and all-out war broke out. It is unbelievable to think that the situation hasn't even changed in the last year. It's not gotten better. And so, so many Ukrainians fled to safety and many incredible Good Samaritans opened up their hearts, wallets, and homes to these refugees. So Kathy Locke in Barrie was one of those people. And last summer, she opened up her home to a family of 13. Two parents and their 11 children from Ukraine moved in with Kathy last summer. And nearly eight months later, they are still living with Kathy. And she considers them part of the family now. And she said they are not leaving until they actually want to, because I don't want them to. In fact, there is one more member now, because after fleeing to Canada, the family welcomed another new addition to their family. Now two-month-old Esther Catherine, named in honor of Kathy. Oh, my God. So the kids consider Kathy now at this point as their, quote, Canadian mother. And Kathy says this has just become the perfect fit for all of them. Kathy, in fact, has moved downstairs to the basement and given the the family the entire top half of the house. Wow. And she said, there's so many of them, but you would never even know it. It doesn't get crowded. It doesn't get to be too much. In uh, this family, too, as big as they are, have found comfort in this community uh, in Barrie. They've become members of their local Ukrainian church. They've improved their English. They practice it for at least three hours every day. In the beginning, they were using an app to translate and just communicate with Kathy. Yeah, they probably knew no English. None. None at all. So it's getting better every day. But um, they don't want to leave here. They want to stay in Canada. They say we're looking to make our new lives in this beautiful country. And with God's love and people's help like Kathy, we're happy, we're healthy, we're free. And uh, hopefully just able to build up from here. What a wonderful woman. What a story. I mean, who just opens their door to strangers and to 11, now 12 of them, yeah. you know, yeah. Un- unbelievable, I guess 14 now was with 13. Yeah, I'm doing the math. <laughs> How many of them? 14. Unbelievable uh, spirit on Kathy. And that's all the feels on Move 100.